Hello, I'm Brian Beatty. I'm Anya Beatty. And we are the students. <laughs> no, that was better. That was better. That was better than the first one. Uh, we're back for uh, episode two in a series of indeterminate length. It might just be. Uh, it might just be it's two. Go on forever. Well, um, I'd like to say it was public demand that uh, yeah, that brought this, this back. Been very popular. Yeah, yeah. Some would say too popular. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, a quick reminder: uh, we are both students, but we are, and we started pretty much the same time, uh, about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are forty years apart, and we are. Um, a, a, I was about to say husband and daughter, but no, not quite. No, that's just weird. Nope. No, no, that would be uh, father and daughter. Yeah, that's the one. Better. Okay. Um, Last time we were kind of finishing, finishing off, and uh, we were just about to go into our first exercise. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have now done first exercise. How was it for you? Well, I had two essays due. Well, one was a policy brief, and one was an essay, and I've sent them both off, and I'm happy with them. And what yeah. is, what is the difference between a policy brief and an essay? Good question. An essay is just like a normal essay. A policy brief is uh, you have to write a policy brief to someone like a government or something of a country and you have to outline different um, recommendations or like proposals um, of programmes to said government and then in the end you choose one that you think will be the most um, successful. So for mine I did the uh, increase in child marriage uh, since the conflict began in Yemen. Um, so I kind of did three different um, policy proposals that could kind of tackle this issue and then decided at the end this one's best. Okay, uh, well let's come back to the detail of that in a second. And the S, uh, oh, how long did that need to be by the way? Um, that was 1,500 words to 2,000. But okay. mine was about 1,600. Okay, and the essay? That was 1,500, and the question was, would the world be more peaceful without nationalism? Oh, right. Okay, well, I look forward to getting the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Yemen one, um, it, how much of a challenge was that? Did you have to do a, a lot of research, or was it something mm-hmm. you did from your, from your gut? Or? Well, they kind of just said, choose a humanitarian crisis, which is very... Very vague, so it was kind of just. Um, and there's a lot out there. Yeah, there was a lot of choice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you could basically do whatever you wanted. So I just kind of saw like a fact saying that it had increased since the conflict began, because um, families needed the dowry money to survive, basically living in a war zone, and I thought that was quite interesting. And there's like a, it's not like a huge, it's not like the conflict in Yemen, so it's a bit more specific, um, which I thought would be a bit easier. Um, so hopefully I've done the right thing, um, but yeah, it was there was quite a lot of research, and also there was probably more research for the nationalism one. To be honest. Well, when you do the well, when you look at a contemporary event, do, is the research reading the papers? Literally, oh. yes. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's great. Just, and listening to other podcasts. Other podcasts are available. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like magazines and stuff, and getting um, information and statistics from UNICEF. Right. And you don't need to kind of frame that in a kind of academic, with academic references. Uh, well, or... I did Harvard referencing, yeah. So you do need to like. Harvard it. referencing? Yeah. Oh, get you. I learnt how to do that okay. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and what is Harvard referencing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, 
that's the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, actually, it was a really handy YouTube video, and it tells you that Word does it for you, so I've been <laughs> doing that. Um, but yeah. Well, that's where the, the actual the references that you see at an end of ar- an article yeah. that summarise the author and the uh, it's all the kind of paraphernalia. It does it does that technical bit for you. Is that yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, you and me both will find out what on earth. That's about. There's lots of different types of referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and the nationalism essay, mm-hmm. again, very pertinent, given the yes. way that the world is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're saying you found that a bit easier? Um, actually, no, I think that one was harder um, because there was just a, there was so much information and it's quite hard to like narrow down what... Um, and also know what they actually wanted me to say. So I guess we'll find that out on my feedback sheet. Um, but yeah, it was it was still really interesting though because you're learning about like well I did the Nazis, the French Revolution, and um, Trump. So and Trump. And Trump. Oh, well, there's there's three bad fellows that are <laughs> N- Napoleon, Napoleon, Adolf Hitler, and Trump. Well, there you go. Oh no, French Revolution. That's not Napoleon. That's. Uh... Uh, it was at the end. Oh, was it? I think. Oh. You think? I had to watch oh. other YouTube videos. That were meant for children about the French Revolution. Why are you actually? Why are you actually in Edinburgh? You could have just got this in your bedroom. Of you're completely uh, right. I will not go home. <laughs> I'm staying here. <laughs> uh, well, there is a kind of serious point to that as well. Is that what are the, what are the formal bits, of the? We spoke about this a wee bit last time. The the lectures and all the rest of it. How much of that is either stimulating or supplementing what you're finding out elsewhere? Mm. That's a good question. They are... Well, the tutorials are probably the most formal bit. I never skip tutorials um, because you get 10% of your mark from that, so I'm trying yeah. to do that. Wise. And also you... But that's quite kind of when you like, go through questions and stuff, so that's probably the most like stimulating part. And then the lectures kind of... They're like the... You do that before the tutorials. Um, so they kind of like give you the information that you need for the tutorials. Right. So I guess I've forgotten the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, I still don't know how to edit this thing, so you know everybody's going to know now that you've Great. forgotten the question. Can't even edit it out. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, they are they are good, but they also most of them are recorded, so you could literally just do it from your bedroom. Right. Which is handy. I mean, if you like, let's say. Um, last week when I was like handing in all these essays, um, I it was really easy to like skip a lecture to focus on the essay and then I could just watch it back mm. um, after I handed them in, which is what I did for a few of them. Yeah. So that was good. Um, and do you not have conversations with your colleague students? I mean, you don't have heated discussions over Napoleon's role in the revolution and whether he came in too late or not at all or too early. Not at all. Not yet. I'm sure we will get to that point. Uh-huh. Well, that would make like the difference between, year. you know, being in your bedroom and not. Yeah, kind yeah. Of that interaction. Yeah. And also, like, getting out of the house. Yeah. Mm. So, what, <laughs> so what happens next then? You're wait, when do you hear back? Um, not sure. Quite soon. I think they mark them in a week, so that'll be really tough for them. But, um, yeah, they have to do, like, 30 all our tutorial leaders or whatever they're called um, so I hopefully we'll get that back like the feedback then um, definitely before our exams right, okay. um, so 
Just have to wait and see. Well, it is interesting. Again, I, I do think we've mentioned it last time. It's this first, the feedback to this is going to be interesting to see. Yes, I'm very excited for the feedback, mm -hmm. which is really sad, but I just want to know what I'm doing. Um, so that's good. Um, and what about you, Dad? What was, how did your first exercise go? And well, what was it? <laughs> well, it, it's same time scale as you. I had to have it in... Um, did, oh, did you get it in on time, by the way? I got them both in a day early. So proud, so proud. <laughs> uh, mine needed to be in on the Tuesday, and I got it in for the Thursday. Wow. Which, you know, in the, my grand scheme of things, uh, I'm not proud of that, but it's, it's <laughs> not one. bad. My first, I was late. Well, I know, I had to ask for an extension with my first piece of work, <laughs> you know, how to make a good impression. <clears throat> anyway, it was only two days, and um, I found out on Friday, emailed and said, could you send it again, please? Because the PDF version only had about one kilobyte in it, so it obviously it hadn't even worked. uploaded properly. So Maybe there was me feeling all already. smug for all I know. <laughs> I've already been. I've got a black mark. Um, but it was a it was a three thousand word piece, and um, you kind of had to lay out what it was you were going to do and uh, the the methodology that you are going to. Uh, used to approach it, um, why this subject is at doctoral level and why, um, how it might influence, who and how it might influence. Um, so it was a kind of technical exercise, but it was actually very useful because it made me sort of think, because uh, my, up until now, blase starting point has been ah, cultural rights, good thing, how do they turn into something in practice? And then even the most cursory kind of analysis goes mm, okay right okay before I start talking about cultural rights I need to talk about uh, you know what would what's the starting point why would you even think that cultural rights is the answer what's the question that cultural rights is the answer to and uh, and then the whole kind of framing of the language of it and the words that are used and uh, and notions of um, uh, well, it might be your intent to cause benefit by doing this, but there is no guarantee of that. So that whole notion of how do you go from intention to consequence. And, and so kind of looking at a fairly abstract level and then trying to apply it back. Um, so that was, for me, it was quite an entertaining uh, intellectual exercise. Uh, where I've failed miserably is uh, in putting in all the academic references. Well, I've failed in two levels. Good. <laughs> not just one. Not well, you know, why fail on one when you can <laughs> fail on two? Um, there's not nearly enough academic references in it. It's all. Oh, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> difficult. We're getting references like the right number is hard. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, good. I'm glad you feel that too. It is. It really is. They were like, oh. When I was an undergraduate, probably like 10 in first year, but you need to like start working your way up to about 30 per essay or something like that. And I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Surely not. Well, I, I, I think at doctoral level, you're expected every other sentence has got to have one in. I think I've got about three in the whole thing. And I've done... Oh, well, the second thing I did wrong is I've done four and a half thousand words. So I'm 50% over. Yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, in, in fairness that and in my defence. That makes feel so much better well, about good. mine. That's my role. Great. <laughs> if I can be of one small service. A nice confidence boost. Mm. Um, it is, a, it's the preliminary one. Mm -hmm. The supervisor said, Look, let's get it in now. 
the official one doesn't need to come in. So the next level is, uh, or the next stage is, um, myself and a couple of colleagues who are doing also doing cultural related ones, are meeting the supervisor this week, and we'll get our feedback then. So you know, I'll get the an intellectual and literal kicking later this week. So I'll have an idea of where I've gone wrong, apart from those two areas where I know I've clearly gone wrong. obvious ones. Yeah. It could be more levels that you failed on. Yeah, well, thank you. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) take that as uh, a vote of confidence. And how do you feel about the language and stuff that you have to use in it? Is it quite difficult? (laughs) Well, that's a very good point. Because you kind of... Well, I have seen one... I found myself trying to use language that I would normally use mm-hmm. um, and use language that I think is academic language and frame things in a way that uh, can come across as fairly convoluted. Yes. Because <laughs> I share, well, I, we know that both of us shared our work with uh, your mother, my oh, wife. Oh, yeah, she sent you like a really like sarky email that she read out to me and it took a very long time because she just like thesaurist all the words for like and and but and made them really difficult and long yeah yeah which was basically her critique of my work was uh to send me um, an email that took the mickey out of it at yeah. length for but the language long. that i used <laughs> it, really yeah, it was always as long as i was year. absolutely i was like he's gonna be mad that you've made him read this <laughs> i was mad that i had to listen to it but yeah. she had a good point yeah, yeah. oh thanks uh, but she liked yours yeah, yours well, had, ours yours were more of a story. They were kind of to, we were told well, especially for the policy brief, not to use like fancy language or whatever because that's not really used in a policy brief. Um, just to be like really clear and don't go like super academic or technical or anything because you might even be marked down for that. So I was like, that won't be a problem. Mm. I think that the challenge probably for both of us is not that either of us are particularly opinionated. <laughs> Uh, but is that uh, making assertions about something and going, this is, you know... Uh, right or wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or making kind of quite bold general statements when actually it's, it needs to be developed and a wee bit more evidence and, and more nuance because the, yeah. the stuff is never quite as simple as uh, one would. Shades of grey. Well, just it's, it's taking it out of the pub argument and making it a bit yeah. more academic. As well. <laughs> well, actually, you know, there might be a grey shade in there. Um, uh, yeah, so the language-wise, I'll wait and see what uh, the supervisor comes back with. And if I don't know if you... Do they use red pen? I we'll hope find not. Out soon. I really hope not. Because well, <laughs> it could be a very colourful... Bit yeah. of paper that comes by. I hope mine is marked like electronically, so it'll yeah. be nice. Anyway, uh, we uh, we'll cut to the chase now. Um, uh, what's coming up next? What's the next deadline? Um, next deadline is exams, oh, which right. end on one's on the seventeenth of December, one's on the eighteenth, and I forgot my course code for the other one. So it's it's before that. There's another one, uh-huh. sometime in December. Uh-huh. You're um, not filling me with. Terrific confidence no, here that you're taking this entirely seriously. In just over a month, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just we'll just cross that bridge when we come to it. No, that's fine. I'll start prepping for that, um, now. But yeah. Yeah, and mine is similar, which is a uh, mid-December to uh, to do the final version of this thing. Yeah. Um, and Lord knows whether that's going to be just slightly tweaking or just starting again. Mm, anyway. 
Uh, okay, well, just before we sign off, um, just on the technical things, because last time we did say um, we'll try and edit some things out and oh, yeah. edit some music in. And we couldn't. Fail. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Another uh, level of failure. Yeah. However... Such a positive podcast today. Well, no, music is a big thing. So rather than have the music in the background, I think if we mention uh, a track, our mm. favourite track over the last few weeks that's been with us while we've been pre-podcasting okay yeah. you go first uh, well I've been uh, well probably cheating a wee bit and it's a, an album called Cheer T-I-R by Brian O'Hara and uh, Fiona McKenzie that um, uh, they crowdfunded it came out about six weeks ago or something nice. and it's fantastic yeah I, you know, I, like many others put a couple of quid towards it um, uh, but really really great and uh, the first four or five tracks are absolute knockout out of the park uh, so I would go for track three on that, which I think it's a Gaelic title, so I won't embarrass either them or myself. Yes. But track three on the album Cheer, Brianna Hara and Fiona McKenzie. I will give it a listen. Mm. Mm. And you're going to force me to listen to... Uh, well, you might actually like it. Um, I've been listening to Tidelines a lot, oh, right. a Scottish band, mm-hmm. um, kind of like traditional. And since I left this town, um, is a great one if you need a wee cry when you're going back home uh, on the train so coming up to the highlands it's very nice it's all about like going to uni and stuff so it's very fitting very appropriate yeah, yeah. That sounds very good okay t- and what album is that off or you don't know uh, the dreams we never lost their oh. most recent oh album. that's that's good the dreams we never that should it's actually also a good song it should have been the title for this podcast series frankly <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> the students, we could have tried harder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a parallel universe, that, yeah. that will be the podcast. We should make another podcast, podcast mm. more people can listen to. <laughs> well, uh, lady and gentleman listener, that uh, has been us uh, for uh, episode number two. Thank you for joining us. And uh, again, I am Brian Beatty. I am Oni Beatty. And we are the, the students. students. <laughs>